Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. Hey, welcome back to Two Mike. You're on with Dr. Michael Shoria and Colonel Mike. And today, wow, look at this. Happy Friday. We have Dr. Mike Spaulding with us, who has a show on our other platform called Gatekeepers Online with Jeff Dornick. And uh, Dr. Mike is at uh, Calvary Church out there in Lemur, Ohio. And he also has another new show, which he's doing on news. And it has this fancy Latin name. And we're... Boy, I'm telling you, I won't say jealousy because we're all Christians, but I like it. Welcome, Dr. Mike. Welcome to the Two Mike Show. Thank you very much, Colonel Mike. Dr. Mike's good to be on the show with you today as well. Thank you for yeah. coming, sir. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about just your background, you know, your church affiliation, Calvary Church, uh, and your two uh, shows that you're doing. And I know you're on radio for years out there in the Midwest, so give us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, married husband of four grown daughters, uh, six grandchildren will be seven in That's June, good. three great grandchildren. So my quiver is full. I am, I am blessed, highly favored of the Lord. Um, pastor, a church here in, in Lima, Ohio, have been a pastor, a senior pastor since uh, 1998. So I've got a few years under my belt. Before that, uh, various uh, positions in in the church um, at at a, an associational level, so directing the activities of of multiple churches, um, and I, and I just want to say that I did all of that uh, without taking a salary from the church. I've worked a full time job my entire uh, adult life while ministering and pastoring. Um, and and the reason that I state that, guys, is because 
uh, when you start talking about a, a career in ministry, most people think, yeah, you, you know, on, on the backs of the congregants. And it's like, nope, nope, nope. That's not the biblical model. That's not what my belief is. I think pastors should be self-supporting and um, and not be a burden to congregation. So so with with that intro, I've already aggravated uh, any Christians or pastors that are out there <laughs> listening. But but I wanted to get that on the record. And the other thing is I've I've uh, written several books. You can check those out. Uh, they're on Amazon, Google. Uh, well, excuse me for using that curse word. Uh, right. do, do a search. Do a web search. Use DuckDuckGo or Brave or something. Don't use that G word. They're Luciferians. Um, and and you can, I've got, they're out there. So, so, so you can find them. But yeah, the Vera Monete Report is on uh, Jeff Dornick's site, The Gatekeepers. Uh, Jeff and I do a show together as well called Ask Dr. Mike. So so we collect questions from folks uh, uh, throughout the month. And then we have a show to answer those questions for people. Now, that's a lot of fun as well. Um, and my Bible teaching program, The Transforming Word, is on radio stations uh, from New Jersey all the way out to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and points in between. So that's me. That's amazing. And, you know, uh, Mike Mike knows my favorite word is grifters. And uh, obviously, you're not one of the grifters in the, in the <laughs> megachurch business. <laughs> right, right. Yep, that that frustrates me to no end, gentlemen. Well, boy, that is a mouthful, Doctor Mike. And I know you were teaching on Daniel recently, right? You were teaching yes. on Daniel. I saw it on the uh, on one of the platforms that Jeff's has. And, yes. Uh, yeah, it's yep. a good teaching, and I think Daniel's. You know, it's in tune right now. It's something to teach people. They don't understand it, but well, uh, it certainly is. It, it is. It is very clearly a word for our day. Um, those familiar with the biblical book of Daniel, it is a it is a book of predictive prophecy, and um, the the events that that Daniel was was given by the angel Gabriel, uh, very much in play today because it talks about the end time, uh, one world religion, one world government, what's coming upon the world, and we're seeing those things unfold right now. So you're absolutely right, Colonel Mike. Daniel is a book that people should be studying today. Dr. Mike? Yeah, yes. I, I entirely agree. Pastor, you sound like you have uh, enough responsibilities for those new 40-hour days <laughs> that they've been hawking on, on that uh, uh, other evil thing called Amazon. So God yes. bless you. That's, that's terrific. Thank, uh, th- thank you, brother. Yeah, yes. and, I, and, I, and, I, and I just want to say I, my wife and I recently retired from our from our. Uh, bread earning uh, positions, our secular work. And so now we're able to devote uh, all that additional time to ministry. And and it's just been a great. So for the last year, we've been completely focused on ministry, putting out content for people, uh, explaining what's going on uh, in the times in which we live and and why. Because people should, listen, brothers, People should not be shocked at what they see going on today because it's all predicted in the scriptures. Every bit of it is predicted in the scriptures. So all you need to do is read the scriptures, understand them clearly, and you'll understand the times in which we live. Well, that's certainly right. You know, I I do a little bit of dabbling in history and colonial history, especially of America. And we've gone to the from the point where in the in the Develop, in the founders' generation, the single most read and influential book 
in the 13 colonies was the Bible. Yes, amen. And uh, today, uh, our educational system, I sometimes think that not only is not the Bible, the Bible is not taught, but the the inferior quality of most grammar school and high school educations that are available in this country makes the Bible almost impossible to read unless it's in some kind of a modernized uh, uh, um, version, and maybe not even then. But if you pick up the King James or some other version of the of the Bible, you know, wonderfully printed, uh, easy to see. But I would doubt, I would think at least, that there is an awful lot of children, young people in this country who can't read that mm-hmm. or won't, or it's too hard for them. Maybe that's the better yeah. way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that, uh, Dr. Mike. That, now, there are a lot of, of uh, outstanding translations out there. Um, I use the New American Standard uh, myself. Um, the ESV, the English Standard Version, is good. The King James is good. The issue is when you start getting away from a a word for word translation, so a translation that's solidly built upon the manuscript evidence, when you get away from that and you start using translations or interpretations that are either a thought for thought or an idea for idea, you start getting away from the root words and and, and that has an important um, impact on our understanding of the Bible. If if you don't have a word for word translation, well, and I know some people like to read devotionally. They just like to read for the encouragement and, and, and that's fine. But if you're going to do any serious study of the scripture, you need a good translation like the ESV, the NASB or the King James to stay the course. Otherwise, you're going to get out there in the weeds and you won't know what happened to you. I, that's right. And, and in more as important as that, it's very difficult if you have a group of people in a, in a study course, for example, and they're all reading different Bibles, yeah. even having a conversation sometimes doesn't make sense to some people within that circle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I would agree with that. Yeah. And, and It's yeah. very debilitating, I think, to, for the spread of uh, the spread of uh, the faith and the strengthening of the faith. And I tend to think that that was not a, a, a chance happening in our education system. Yeah, I was going to I was going to uh, make that point, Dr. Mike. Don't you think that was intentional? And, I and it, absolutely do, sir. Yeah. And, and and if folks study, listen, this is the importance of what you do, Dr. Mike. It's the importance, folks. And I want to encourage our, our listeners to understand this. This is the importance of studying history, real history, because mm-hmm. what has happened to America, it, it listen, it didn't just happen in the last 10, 15, or 20 years. This goes all the way back, folks, to the time of, of Abraham Lincoln. And I don't want to rattle, I don't want to rattle anybody, but I'm going to tell you right now, in my research, my study of Lincoln, he was the one that set us on this course by destroying the concept of uh, states' rights by insisting on that the union, uh, he even made this this point, and Dr. Mike, I'm sure I'm not informing you. Lincoln made this statement that the union pre-existed the individual states. Now, now try to figure that out. Yeah. And the reason that he did that was because he was all about a centralized, all-powerful federal government that dictated to the states. So, so the the war of aggression. The the war of northern, Inve- however you want to term it, I've made this statement recently to people, and it raises some eyebrows. 
and, and I don't mean to pull us into an area that's controversial, but I just oh, want to say this. Right. Great, no problem. I just want to say this. The South was right. The South was right. They had every right to nullify these exorbitant uh, tariffs that the North, with, with using Lincoln as their mouthpiece, was imposing upon the South. The North being a manufacturing uh, a giant at the time of the South being an agrarian uh, economy, these tariffs were destroying the South. And that's why South Carolina and then other states followed and said, we're not doing this. We're, we're, we're nullifying that. That's of no uh, value or legal standing here in our state. That precipitated all of this. And so Lincoln was the one that really destroyed the Constitution. And of course, the, the Supreme Court justices he, he, he appointed went right along with that. And we've been on this slow downward spiral every, ever since. And to, to make this point, Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, to, to our education system, that goes back to all the way to John Dewey, the, the so-called father of American education. And even before that, but Dewey brought in the Soviet model and the and the and the, the communist model of education, turning our, our children, brainwashing them, really propagandizing them and turning them into good little world citizens and and stopping the teaching of the Bible in school, stopping the teaching of American history, American civics, American government, all what makes us a republic stopped all of that and slowly over time. Well, we see the results today. Sorry for that rant, guys, but I, no, I get no. excited about Do that. Dr. Mike, you're in you're in friendly uh, territory, friendly company. Uh, Michael just put up a blog. Not, his blog is non, uh, non-intervention2.com, and he spoke about Robert E. Lee, and it's up on Knock Report. Oh, uh, I need to read that. Yeah, uh, My, Michael is great with this, and... Uh, you know, you'll you'll have no qualms speaking about that with the South. And we, we agree. I mean, uh, Dr. Scheuer is really good on this. I mean, that's why I got him on the show. He's the historian guy. You know what I mean? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I have very few uses in this world as a historian, but, but <laughs> I useful sometimes. I'll just send a, 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 just a point that I, I, I have never been able to understand in my own mind about about the Constitution itself. When the, our first constitution, the Articles of Def, of Confederation, uh, call, said it was written for a perpetual union, and yes. that that never got into the constitution we That's live right. under today, That's and right. it's an extraordinary mistake. And I have to think that perhaps it wasn't a mistake that they wouldn't they wouldn't have they wouldn't have had the votes to pass the constitution had they put that phrase into the into the current constitution. Yes, it's yes. really a, a quirk in history that that I have not seen uh, completely explained. Yes, well, and Lincoln, from my from my research and study, um, Lincoln actually used that phrase, a perpetual union, which is not in, as you pointed out, it's not in the Constitution, but he used that as leverage to say that the states did not have a right to succeed. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think he was clearly wrong on that. But I think the whole the whole drift of Civil War education has become uh, almost feckless. The, yeah. the point of the, what the South did was no different than what the founders did. That's they correct. waged a war of independence against the power they thought were, were a power they thought was usurping both civil liberty and state liberties. Exactly. The only difference between the founders and the Southern government was uh, one won and the other lost. Yes. There's no difference there. I, I entirely agree with that. Yeah. 
Yep. Amen. Amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, continue, Doctor Mike. This is very interesting. Yeah. So, so where we find ourselves today, and and again, I. Well, I'm a man of action, just like you two, and I'll I'll speak the truth, um, regardless of the. The audience, uh, I know I'm in good hands here, good audience here, so so they'll understand this, but this may shock some who are of the faith and have joined us today. But I believe that in large measure, the pulpits of America are responsible for the current predicament that we are in. And there is no way around that truth. And until or unless the pastors of America stand up and start speaking out very boldly and courageously, then we have a very rough road to hoe indeed, brothers, and we we may indeed not be able to save this republic. Because, and the reason I say that is this, it should become abundantly clear to anyone that has been paying attention that there is no political solution for where we find ourselves. Politics in America, the, the, the so-called right and left, is just two wings on the same corrupt bird. They've gotten us here to this place. Now, there are obviously a handful of exceptions. Um, my own congressman here in Ohio is, is Jim Jordan. I think he's doing He's a he's a hero. I think he's doing a fantastic job. And and there are others, but but they are overwhelmingly outnumbered and and really are of no impact or effect that we can see. They can't stop any legislation, though. The legislation that they want to bring through is not going to get the votes. So uh, unless pastors start speaking out and leading their congregations to understand and then become active. And when I say active. I'm not talking about active in your church. I'm not talking, I'm not even talking about active in outreach ministries, feeding the poor, helping the home. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking active. I'm talking active as in start attending your, your city council meetings, your, your county commissioner meetings, start attending those public forums where you can make your opinion and voice heard and try to persuade people to the reality of what's happening in America and what we need to do to restore this constitutional republic. If we don't do that, we're going to just continue to get steamrolled, gentlemen, in my opinion. What do you think? Well, uh, I'll, Mike, can I go first? You go first. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you, because you're respecting your seniors now. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you got two weeks on me. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mike, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, the, the left... And the the trannies, the gender people, uh, the LBGT community, they've done this. They've gone to those meetings. They've attended the school meetings, the city yep. council meetings, the board, school board meetings, 
And they've got it and they put it in their faces and said, we want what we want. They could call it equal rights. They could call it, they could put it under any umbrella or any rainbow they want. But they went in there and said it and they said, this is what we want or we're going to vote you out. And they got their point across. And guess what? They got their agenda right in there. While our pastors and our preachers inside the beltway here in the swamp were building mega churches. We're telling everybody, hey, you're blessed. We're just, you know, going on Micah, you know, do justice. Yep. Yep. Mike became the the uh, the call for the last three years. That's all I ever heard on the radio out here was, you know, do justice. Well, you know, they take it out of context. You know what I mean? Yes, sure <laughs> it's always do. Out of context. So I agree if we don't if we don't get in their face, just go to those meetings and say, look, this is my faith. And there's nothing you're going to do. You know, now the atheists are up in their faces. The atheists are saying, hey, we don't want to hear about this afterlife stuff. We don't believe in it. And you better pass. You better pass a law or you better pass something. Mike, you could go now. Yeah, I think that, you know, the whole idea that tolerance means anything goes is is nowhere to be found either in American or British history or English speaking history, nor in the Bible. Right. Uh, it is a it's just a, a nonsense. And I couldn't agree more with both of you that what we've witnessed, especially in the last 30 years and particularly in the last year, is the utter collapse and catastrophe of the church in this country. They're, they're not they're not even, uh, you know, in essence, if you say anything goes or or, you know, we're doing justice, you're you're preaching depravity. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is, you know, as long as uh, ago as the Roman Empire, the historian Livy said, anything that a- that you add to your society that is base will ruin it, and the accumulation of it will cause it to disappear. And that's that's you know three millennia ago now, and it's it couldn't be truer than it is today. Yes, yes. Also, Amen. our country, also our country was founded for a moral people. Yes. And- and if you're going to just bring in everybody and be kumbaya, and you know, no offense to other religions, you could believe in butterflies, you could believe in reincarnation, you could believe in anything you want. Okay, that's fine. That's your choice. It's a freedom of choice. However, when you push it into us where all of a sudden yoga is more popular than going to a Wednesday night prayer service or you know church service or you know these other uh, way out there religions, okay. Uh, and then all of a sudden, city councils and state governments and city uh, uh, city governments are like, oh, yeah, that's really good. They This is real diversity. It's multicultural. No, it's not. That's it's right. not. Yeah. And you know how, how, how false these people are. When you listen to people who praise uh, all these foreign countries that, are, that send people here illegally, th- th- it always comes down to, what would we be missing without them? And the answer is, well, all of these cuisines from from Mexico and Vietnam and, uh, you know, South Africa and all these places, like no substance to it. There's no argument for it. There's no evidence for it that we're stronger. We weren't a country of em- immigrants. We didn't come here because there was a, a country that was established and we wanted to be part of it. We came here to settle it. We were settlers. And we came here to build a new government and a new society, and we've 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 just erased that history, and uh, you know no one really calls the, the, the calls the numbers anymore in the sense of uh, you know 
here's where we are. Here's what we are. Here's the language we speak. Here's what we believe. And if you want to join us, you can believe whatever you want, but don't get in our way. And uh, no one does that. And the church played, was supposed to play, especially the Protestant church. Uh, you know, and I just, I'll stop on the history stuff, but George Washington's farewell address includes a long passage in which he reminds people that only a fool would believe that morality and, and uh, social amiability can be established without religion. He, he, he very clearly described the Protestant church, churches generally, as uh, the, the, the indispensable um, assistant of the federal government. And he was clear on that because he said if the church ever stops instructing people and teaching people about how human beings behave and why they should and what would happen to them if they didn't after they passed, uh, it would be up to the government. And the government would do it in a way he didn't have the word fascism at the time, but that's clearly what he was talking about, a tyranny or an authoritarian situation. And you look at where we are today, and without that able lieutenant of the church, and especially the Protestant church, because the Catholic church is now almost hopeless, and I am a, ca- a Catholic, but the, uh, the, the, the it's just common sense. And, and there doesn't seem to be was certainly with you and many others accepted, uh, Pastor Mike. But there does that sense of responsibility for the co-effort to maintain a society that's humane, that protects itself, that prospers because of God. Uh, We don't have an army of those people willing to get out there and say that in any forum, not even from their pulpit to their own congregation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I've I've uh, been that exception. There there are there are many more of us than people understand and realize. Oh, I and, bet there is because no one's going to cover you, sir. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That, I think that is know, a fact. Mike's point. The, 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 those pastors, priests, ministers have to get out in, in the into these forums and say, we are a joint. We are a essential part of governing. Yes. And without us. Look at what's happening. Yeah, but yeah. it seems to me that may that may require even changing the uh, uh, ministers or priests are taught in seminaries. Well, that that is the root, just like the educational system yes. that that is bringing our children through an indoctrination program. So are the seminaries in America, and very there with very few exception, those seminaries have been uh, completely captured. And they're nothing more than really leftist Marxist indoctrination camps for for professional pastors. I want to share a quote. Um, it's one of my favorite quotes from Charles Finney talking about going back Finney. in history. 1873, 1873, Finney said this. He observed it in his own day. And Finney, Finney was a contemporary of Spurgeon, of course. Um, but he said this. He said, brethren, speaking to pastors. Our preaching will bear its legitimate fruits. So, another, <laughs> and I love that statement because what he meant by that was we will see in the culture the fruit of what we speak from the pulpit. See, this has got inverted today. It used to be politics was downstream of Christianity, downstream of the of the pulpit. What the pulpit preached, the people believed, and they acted accordingly in their common lives together in, 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 their, in, their, in their cities. Well, 
Now it's the other way around. The church, to our to our shame, is downstream of politics. And so now pastors adopt whatever Washington says or their state governments say is is required or or just to your point, uh, Colonel Mike from Micah six eight. So Finney said, "Brethren, our preaching will bear its legitimate fruits. If immorality prevails in the land, the fault is ours in a great degree. If there is a decay of conscience, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the public press lacks moral discrimination." the pulpit is responsible for it. If the church is degenerate and worldly, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the world loses its interest in religion, and and folks understand this, when Spurgeon, Finney, any of the founders, they used the word religion, they meant Christianity. They didn't mean any other faith or religion, they meant Christianity. And so Finney says, if the world loses its interest in religion, the pulpit is responsible for it. If Satan rules in our halls of legislation, the pulpit is responsible for it. If our politics become so corrupt that the very foundations of our government are ready to fall away, the pulpit is responsible for it. Let us not ignore this fact, my dear brethren, but let us lay it to heart and be thoroughly awake to our responsibility in respect to the morals of this nation. And I say, amen. Amen. You know, I quote that all the time, Dr. Mike. I use that all the time. (laughs) I I mean, that is my favorite one. And I always say the churches are responsible. We're here today because the churches were all about prosperity. Yep. uh, You know, walking, you know, I'm blessed. I I, I see BMWs all over the beltway with I'm blessed. I guess guess you are if you've got a BMW, I guess. (laughs) And these are, by the way, these are the people that say they don't have enough. And uh, they're in one of the most uh, prosperous uh, uh, zip codes, let's say, in the Beltway. Um, All government employees. By the way, that's another thing. You know, when we were young, a government job was like, I don't want to work for the government. They don't pay any money. Right, Mike? Yes. now it's, you know, if you're living in, in the United States, you want to work in and around D.C. because the money's good and you don't get laid off. And are we going to shut the government down? Never. You know, I mean, and uh, that's where we are. We're upside down. And like Finney said, you know, the churches and the pulpits are responsible. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, since we've had COVID last year, I'll cut, cut off quick, but since we had COVID last year, Michael tell you, I always said, you know, they got used to zooming uh, churches. Well, you know what? It's time for them to sell those buildings and sell those cathedrals, you know, give the money to the poor, do whatever you want to do, the missionary work and stay on Zoom because you didn't do anything. You joined the government in convincing the people to wear a mask. You know, you told them, hey, go see Pharaoh. God's busy right now. He's working on COVID for us. And uh, this is what they did. So they should they don't deserve to be in these cathedrals and buildings anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And this this 
I'm surprised at the number of people that that this surprises. But we did not shut down. We didn't shut down day one. When all this came out here in Ohio, our our Luciferian stooge of a governor, Mike DeWine, uh, Mm -hmm. expected all the churches to shut down. And I told our folks, we're not shutting down because they've got no right to tell us anything about what we're doing. Read the U.S. Constitution and then educate yourself. We're going to continue to meet. But I did tell them now, listen, if you're concerned, if you're fearful, which you shouldn't be fearful, but if you are, you can stay and watch us online. We've been broadcasting our services uh, uh, online since 2005. So mm-hmm. we didn't just start doing We did this for the, for the shut-ins at home, the, the elderly that can't make right. it. We do it for folks when they're not feeling well and they don't want to come and spread it around. They stay home. We do it as a convenience and a service. We don't do it as a replacement. And so we never shut down. We never wore masks. We did not social distance. And I said, if you're expecting to do that here, you better stay away because we're not doing it. Did you sing too? We sang out loud. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You know, it's, 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 it's truly astounding where we are to, to, it's, it's almost impossible to square in your own head how the party that's in power at the moment can say it's for the people when it's killed 61 or 62 million infants. Yes. Yes. It is, it is like saying, Oh, that Hitler, he's a good guy. Uh, And Stalin, he's even better. You know, these people just, they don't have blood on their hands. They reek of blood. Yes. And they love it. And you can see what they're doing now. Their foreign children are going to get educated and they're putting our kids in, in, uh, at home. They yes. hate Americans. They hate yeah. anyone who they, they, I'm sorry to say, but it seems to me that the more education a person gets, the more superior he feels to his fellow human beings. And that's, that also is, is to be taken care of by the maintenance of faith. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and certainly I would doubt most anybody important in the Biden administration goes to church and it's the shame and foulness of the Catholic church that allows Biden to get in for, to even say a prayer or Pelosi or Pelosi or any of those quacks. Yeah. Yeah. I I like to bring up a quote from uh, Thomas Sowell in his book, the vision of the anointed. When, when, when I refer to leftists, progressives, Marxists, and, and even some people who consider themselves, uh, libertarians that are that are succumbing to this 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 propaganda. I call it virtual virtuosity, and and in our in our current climate, that rings a bell for people. I say so. So explain what that means, and and I tell them, well, it's not morality or virtue rooted in 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 the biblical standard, biblical truth, and biblical actions. It's it's supporting or advocating for things just because it makes you feel good or you think it makes you you look more virtuous to other people. But you're not actually invested in that at all. And that describes the the overwhelming majority of leftists, especially when it comes to Hollywood. Those people are completely bought and paid for Luciferian stooges, in my opinion. And that's one of my favorite phrases, by the way. Luciferian stooges, those people have sold their soul and they are going to reap 
the consequences of that. Listen, God's not mocked, folks. He is not mocked, and he hasn't turned a blind eye to anything. Evil will be dealt with according to God's timing and according to his plan. So, folks, don't don't be despairing. We, Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, and, and myself are talking about some things that might, might, might lead to despair and depression. That's not the point. We want you to understand, here's the climate. Let's just talk real. This is what's going on today. Here's why it's going on. But keep looking up because God's in control and he is going to deal with this. He hasn't turned, he hasn't abandoned us. Stay true, stay strong, hold the line. Yeah. You, you know, just as uh, I, you mentioned the, the libertarians, and for the longest time in my life, I thought I was a, a libertarian to, to a good extent. Mm-hmm. And I, I was fortunate enough to be asked to give several speeches for Dr. Ron Paul oh. on, on staying out of other people's wars and not causing wars yes. that were unnecessary for the United States. But I took kind of a bath in libertarianism for the summer, I guess it was the summer of 2012. And I came away with it a little feeling, a feeling a little bit like um, they're not that far from Marxists in the sense that a problem comes up and um, the Marxist turns to page 23, paragraph four of Lenin or or Marx. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing with the libertarians. They they have a they have a book or a catalog. Oh, uh gold. Okay. Page 91, paragraph 7, subparagraph 6. And so there's kind of a it just struck me as um not a very helpful doctrine in the sense of you know many cases Mike we losing you Mike. Are oh, you there? I'm right okay. here. Gotcha. Well, it's, in many cases, it's just anything goes. Uh, but when anything when it when it when anything goes, you you are really inviting a t- tyrant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Speaking, so I had a um, a reminder of uh, something that Peter uh, Muhlenberg and Dr. Mike, you'll you'll remember him, Peter Muhlenberg. Um, made this statement to his congregation, (laughs) January 21st, 1776. I just grabbed a book off my shelf. uh, And this is, this is on the back cover, back cover content. Um, The armed force most feared by the British was the black robed regiment. Pastors who preached with a Bible in one hand and a newspaper or rifle in the other. The most admired patriot pastor, Peter Muhlenberg, he was a Lutheran pastor in Pennsylvania, on January 21st, 1776, told his congregation, there is a time for all things, a time to preach and a time to pray, but those times have passed away. There is a time to fight, and that time has come. That's where we're at today, folks. Christians need to rise up in mass and push mm-hmm. back actively that means on the streets if you've got a murder mill in your city you need to be out there holding a sign that says all human life is sacred in god's eyes and that most especially includes the innocent the preborn the safest place for a baby should be its mother's womb tragically that's it's like not. a death sentence in america today yeah mm-hmm. The point you make is a very good one because as brilliant an officer as General Washington was, 
without the support of the clergy, there would have been no revolution. Yes, that's right. They're, they're absolutely the case. And I would just suggest to our readers, and, and if you've not visited it, sir, it's a very, very interesting uh, place to look at. It's a place called the Liberty Fund. It's in uh, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And it has a terrific library of books about America. Yes. And, yes. and and also the, the two volumes in particular of sermon literature from the revolutionary era. And it goes to show how just fabulously <laughs> important um, the pastors were, the Protestants. Yes, I, I am. I am blessed that you said that, uh, Dr. Mike, because I'm holding in my hand. The other one is out by my recliner. Political Sermons of the American Founding Era, 1730 to 1805. It's two volumes, folks, two volumes, edited by Ellis Sandoz. There's over 1,700 pages in, wow. in volume two alone, and volume one is, is the same, and it goes all the way back. Think about this. I think I quoted recently, and I don't remember what platform I was on, but I, but I quoted a, a passage from a, a sermon that a pastor gave to the General Assembly of the Bay of Massachusetts, calling them to their holy responsibility to, to rule and legislate according to God's word. Man, can you imagine what would happen in Congress if somebody stood up and said that today? Yeah. Well, the Liberty Fund is a bastion of, not oh, to it be is. redundant, a bastion of religious and political freedom and liberty in this country. And it's, it's if there is a God's gift in this country at the moment uh, that's there to help people understand where they came from, where they are, and what's the problem, the Liberty Fund goes a long way to doing that. It does. And, and, and let me just say for the sake of those who have joined us today, they have a lot, a lot of free downloadable PDF books, documents, and, and, and on all of those things, the full spectrum of, uh, of um, the era, those documents for free, folks. So I, I would, uh, I agree with Dr. Mike, go out there and, and uh, find Liberty Fund and, and avail yourself of those, those resources. And for, for all of those Americans, and I was one of them, but disregarded it, educated to believe that the founders were not Christians, but rather agnostics or deists, the Liberty Fund has a terrific database of the founders' documents. Yes. And, and uh, if just spend an hour and read from nine or 10 or different or 11, 12 different founders and just pick and choose letters, you know, variously. And you will find that anyone who tells you the American founding generation was not Christian uh, is either a liar or a fool or someone too lazy to read the original documents. That's it. Amen. <laughs> well, Dr. Mike, before we close, I just want to say this. Did you ever think in your lifetime that we would see trannies dressed up as uh, unicorn rainbows in public school libraries uh, telling the children about uh, the gay lifestyle or anal sex. And uh, did how many of these uh, Christians in churches throughout the country did you notice in any news reports of protesting outside those schools? I haven't seen one. Yeah. Um, we have well, a big issue right here in, in Northern Virginia, right outside the Beltway, one of the most prosperous counties, I think, right, Mike, in the state. Uh, Loudoun yes. County, 
Loudoun County, where the famous Dulles Airport that takes you right into D.C. Um, it's one of the most prosperous. It's a very high tech data center type of uh, community with a lot of South Asian immigrants who have come here uh, legally and illegally to work in our uh, IT industry. And uh, the school system now is uh, holding these uh, tranny kind of uh, uh, library parties for the young children that are like, you know, preschool and kindergarten and first grade. And I don't see any of these churches or any of these parents outside ripping their kids out of that school. Yeah, and that's a sad testimony, uh, Colonel Mike. Now, the circles that I run in, we protest against that all the time. We show up at the library. Listen, all it takes is a small, we don't need a majority. We need a small, irate minority that has the the courage of their convictions. And they'll go stand and say, not in my town, not in this time, not on my watch. You're not doing that. And keep pushing and taking as high as it needs to go. Because I'll tell you what, what politicians, and I don't care if it's the mayor of a small town or a governor of a state. What they hate is negative publicity, especially when it starts to snowball and they begin to evaluate, okay, how is this going to impact my, not just my legacy, but my reelection dreams? How is this going to impact my support? If this, if I don't manage this right, and nine times out of 10, those cowards will back off and they'll pull their support. That's how you beat these cockroaches. You shine the light of truth on what they're doing, and and in no uncertain terms, you make everybody aware that's not our values. It's not happening in this city, and this time on my watch, we've got to get vocal, friends. That's great word, Mike. Go ahead, close it up. Oh well, Pastor, it was a delight to talk to you, and I hope in in your forty hour days you have a hour for us uh, in a week or two weeks. We'd love to have you come back again. I think, Colonel Mike. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Doctor Mike. I would be honored to do that at any time. And Doctor Mike Spolin, it was a pleasure. It was really great speaking with you on the air, and uh, success with your podcast. Oh, yes. Two of them that you're doing on the gatekeepers. Jeff is doing the Lord's work as you are. Yes, and. Uh, yes. I'm really, I'm really happy to be on the Freedom First Network with uh, Dr. Mike, and we're, our show's doing good. And we want to thank our listeners again, FreedomFirstCoffee.com, and don't forget to check in on uh, Locals FFN.Locals.com, which is our new platform where JD and Jeff put a lot of the podcasts, and you can question them and uh, send a, a question and get an answer. It's our, it's our kind of local uh, Twitter, I guess. We use it as a Twitter now, but we want to thank all our listeners and thank you for getting us up on the Apple. We're up to 36. Dr. Mike, we hit 36 on Apple Podcasts last week. Fantastic. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. God has blessed us uh, tremendously. We're going to get seven cents now instead of four for these shows. (laughs) (laughs) We're well on our way toward that Mercedes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, brothers i appreciate you having me on thank you so much thank hey, you sir. God bless you, dr michael it was good talking to you bye now bye now
folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.